Hello, sports fans. You're in the emergency group chat, and the Texans have two less really good players on their team thanks to steroids. What in the world are we dealing with here with Will Fuller and Bradley Roby on their own announcing that they're suspended for six games and they're going to miss the rest of the season and they're going to miss the first game of next season because they violated uh, the league's policy on, um, you know, whatever the phrasing is. They took a substance they weren't supposed to take. PEDs. PEDs, and they're suspended now. And they both come down in the same day, about, I guess, uh, six or seven-ish hours apart. Uh, Just a very weird day for the Houston Texans. Weird day. Uh, my first thing, and I've got some real questions about Will Fuller's future future here in Houston, which might surprise you guys, but it's an embarrassing day for the franchise, and I don't think that's going too far. Now, they're lucky that Bill O'Brien isn't there to peddle his nonsense about smart, tough, dependable, but you're playing well. You've won two straight games. You have a team president writing a book about winning or God knows what's going on. And now all of a sudden, while you have all this NFL news going on all over the place and you have two of your, I guess, you know, 15 best players or 10 best players be out for the next six games, which even if they're back next season and Bradley Roby definitely will, it hurts you for week one. So we can't even fully turn the page for next season. My, my issue with this whole thing, I'm going to take it a different way, is I would rather Bradley Roby and Will Fuller tell me I was sticking a needle in my ass to improve my performance on the field Bingo. than I would try to play the whole, oh, I, asked, I took something from some random-ass dude that wasn't in the building and uh, I didn't know this. That whole thing doesn't work anymore. Like, that, that whole, like, oh – I, some random trainer gave me something and I didn't know. That does not fly. We mocked it when Taylor Lewan did it. We mock it when a lot of players do it. So I would rather you just tell me that you tried to you tried to stay healthy for the first time in a long time and you wanted to stay on the field, and that's what happened. Because the whole I accidentally took it card is just it's, – it's really played out. It's hard to believe. It's hard to imagine. And even if it is true – it's, it's one of the most moronic things you can do, given the fact that there are so many precedents, there are so many examples, you have so many resources uh, in order to avoid such situations. I, I am totally with Landry on this. I would rather you be a cheater and tell the truth than to be a total idiot or to lie to me while you're trying to be a cheater. I would much rather them just say, you know what, I tried to get an advantage, it didn't work, I got caught, <laughs> and... Um, it cost my teammates. It cost me because there's no way. There's no way the games. The the games don't matter to those guys. I mean, they matter in a sense. They're like, but like the wins and losses over the next six games are not as important. I would assume to those guys as six NFL game checks. And those game checks for Bradley yep. Roby are very nice. Those game checks for Will Fuller are very nice. So the whole uh, a doctor that I trusted accidentally screwed me. Ah. Uh-uh. No way. There's no way that a doctor who is in charge of an NFL player who makes millions and millions and millions of dollars, there's no way that that doctor is going to potentially risk screwing his client and screwing up what is a cash cow for that doctor by accidentally giving him something that the NFL doesn't approve. No chance. And by the way, we're talking about, uh, because I looked this up uh, in the NFL's PED policy, 
These guys get six games because they tested positive for an anabolic agent. So it is a steroid, whatever it is. And I think Aaron Wilson reported that it was the same substance, I believe, for both Will Fuller and Bradley Roby. I mean, <laughs> is it the I, same know, trainer? It had to be. I, the, it, was it, is it the same trainer? Is it the same doctor? Because they I don't know. Excuse. They both went out on their own and gave a statement. I thought I, I will. Never, I will say this, Mike, and, I, and I'm interrupting something that's much more intelligent than what I'm about to say, but just hold that <laughs> thought. Yeah. I thought it was weird, and we had fun with it, and it was kind of amusing that Will Fuller basically said the whole key to him staying healthy this year was walking straight. He said it like eight times. <laughs> posture. That's what he works on. And I know that – I get that posture is important, but I thought it was just so weird how – Walking straight in posture was like the supposedly just the key to Will Fuller staying on the field. And Seth asked him about it the other day too. That was that was a funny thing too. He he had just talked about or he just been asked about the whole posture correction making him healthy. I never believe any football players or really any athletes for that matter when it comes to performance enhancing drugs unless they basically come out and, and admit yes I took it and yes I was trying to take advantage of which nobody actually does. I adamantly refuse to believe whatever their explanation is. Adamantly. It's, it's just one of my rules. All right, as far as Will Fuller goes, because, Mike, you said it, Bradley Roby's going to be on this team next year. He's potentially only going to play 15 out of 16 games in 2021 for this team because he's going to miss that first game. As far as Will Fuller goes, to me, there's two distinctly different ways that this goes. And I want to see if you guys have, you know, maybe a different scenario. I think scenario one is this is the team saying, you know what? Five straight years, this guy has not come close to playing 16 games. We can't do this anymore. As, as good as he is when he's on the field, as good as he looked this year, we can't do this anymore. The other way would be the NFL is going to be down on money, the thought process is. The other teams have as many questions about you as we do. But you know our quarterback, he likes you, and you're going to be on the same page with him more than any other quarterback you'd play with. So accept this deal that is very much a bargain for us and maybe down the road pays you a little bit of money, more so than what you would have gotten. But here's my fear on this. Will Fuller was going to head into this offseason with one major question, even if he finished this season, injuries. Now he's got two questions, the injuries – and this PED suspension, because the next one, if he gets popped, is 16 games. Now you can say, well, Mike, if he gets popped for 16 games, they're not out the money. They aren't out the money, but they're out the opportunity cost. If they don't re-sign Will Fuller, they're obviously going to sign some other receiver or invest heavily in one. And I don't know what the market's going to be like for Kenny Galladay or Juju Smith-Schuster, but I do think this is the kind of thing, as much as we all love the connection between Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller, the thing about not having picks and not having cap space is the money that you do invest in players needs to make sure to pan out. And I just worry that re-signing Will Fuller at a significant number poses too much risk given the state of the overall salary cap on this team. And I think you also got to ask the question, how much was this stuff helping him? Because he was yes. healthy. Like, he was healthy, and we kept saying, wow, Will Fuller is healthy. How much was this stuff helping him? That, that's not, not even to get into what did happen, who gave it to him, how it happened, or anything like that. Like, how much was this stuff helping him? Because he's not going to be able to be on the – he's not going to be able to use it uh, anymore. So how much was it helping him 
But as far as the cost goes, I think the cost drops down. Uh, and I think you're going to have to – you're in a similar situation that you were before, although I don't think there's any way in hell that he gets a franchise tag at this point. No. So then it's just going to come down to what the rest I, of the league thinks about him compared to you because he's an unrestricted free agent. I, I, I was looking at the, the recent wide receiver money, and I, I don't think there's any way Will Fuller gets – even what Robbie Anderson got, which was two years, $10 million a year. I just don't see how with his injury history, Robbie Anderson's played 20 more games than Will Fuller in the NFL. And Robbie Anderson got $20 million. They're similar style players. Now, Fuller's success this season, you know, the stretch that he had is better than what Robbie Anderson has put together in, in a similar stretch in his career. But you can depend that Robbie Anderson's going to be there on Sundays. You can't say that for Will Fuller. And with Mike, you know, Mike said, hey, look, he gets popped again for whatever reason. You lose him for a whole year. I think you get him on a, a big deal, but I think the problem is kind of like what, what Mike said. If he's the guy, if you invest the time, the effort into making him the outside wide receiver opposite Brandon Cooks next year, your backup plan is not going to be as, as good as um, going a different way than Will Fuller could be. What a mess of a situation. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I so wish that these suspensions had been, let's see, Eric Murray, Randall Cobb, Whitney Merciless. I know these are like real actual oh, human beings. Merciless, easily. Yeah, because then all of a sudden, if you get the PED suspension, that's going to void the guaranteed money down the road. This would have been a great day for the Texans if two of those guys had popped positive for PEDs. We're getting the wrong guys testing positive right now. The other thing that I think uh, this kind of does for me when I look at this and you just look at the picture, and this is just really a current, current state. This is more of a 2020 thing, not a 2021 thing, is – you look at and, – and I, I understand that Randall Cobb uh, is on the roster and he's hurt, and I understand that Kenny Stills just got released. But if you look at two very important positions in the NFL, when a guy like a Will Fuller at that talent level and a guy like a Bradley Roby at that talent level goes down, there really shouldn't be as much of a drop-off as there is on the Texans roster. Like, I, I like Will Fuller. But he's going down, and all of a sudden we're talking about Stephen Mitchell playing and all that stuff. And Bradley Roby goes down, and all of a sudden Vernon Hargraves and Philip Gaines are your corners. It really just kind of shows you just how bad this roster is, not even just at the, like, in the middle to the bottom, but the top-tier talent at corner and at wide receiver. I mean, these are two guys that wouldn't be number one uh, corners and receivers well, in very many other places, but they just had, there's a huge void when they're out. I will say this though, uh, in the advanced stats as uh, including the lions game, I think Will Fuller was going to be the most efficient receiver in the NFL incorporating those numbers. Like he, he going into that game, he was fifth behind Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Devonte Adams, and Julio Jones. I think incorporating that game, uh, even with what DK did on Monday night with the two touchdowns, like Will Fuller's production would have put him among the elite of the elite. So I, I actually, I, my main issue with Landry with the point that you're making is I think they should have just, just kept Kenny Stills. And I would love to know, and someone obviously has to ask, and I'm sure will, like what the interplay was between them knowing about this and releasing Kenny Stills on Thursday. I think that, I mean, I just think that was just good for both both sides. 
it, it is interesting to wonder what they're going to look like on the field now. Like, what are, what are they going to do? Because I think that this actually opens the room for David Johnson uh, and maybe a little more Duke Johnson. I think this might force Tim Kelly to actually use the running backs more in the past game. And then you're going to see the QT and Cook show. Because I'm hearing all this talk about Isaiah Coulter and all that. Do we know what the fuck Isaiah Coulter is? I, like, honestly, like, I, I don't. The, Texans, the Texans felt so good about Isaiah Coulter that when Kenny Stills was released, they kept Isaiah Coulter inactive and brought up Stephen Mitchell from the practice squad to be active as the other outside wide receiver behind Cooks and Fuller. So Isaiah Coulter is not well thought of by this staff so far. The, that's That just doesn't – it doesn't – I feel like you're going to see more Stephen Mitchell and you're probably going to see a lot of different different type of stuff. Maybe you see more Aikens. Uh, I don't know. I, I just find it hard to believe that Isaiah Coulter is going to come in and play 55, 60% of the snaps or something oh, yeah. like that. I just find that very hard to believe. I, I do think, and as much as we want to talk about 2020, 2021, definitely serious concern – for the you know 2022 or 23 is when most of us would expect the new coach, the new general manager, this team to really take it to the next level to be back in contention each and every year. Um, you know, 21 sort of the reset year with the new staff, um, the new front office. Uh, but 2022, 2023, if you had told me, hey, the Texans are in negotiations with Will Fuller, it's going to be an extension. Like you knew that it was going to be Will Fuller and probably Brandon Cooks for 2022 and maybe 23. Um, but now you don't have any idea if Will Fuller you can count on to that point. And if you go the free agent route, I, I don't know how financially you can afford it. I mean, you look, there are some fun names as far as free agency goes, guys that are coming up that will be free agents, like Allen Robinson, yes. uh, A.J. Green, um, AJ Green is not a fun name, not anymore. But okay. but Allen Robinson absolutely is. T.Y. Hilton, Sammy Watkins, you know Marvin Jones. Like, there's a varying levels of wide receiver. But how are some of these? Like, is Marvin Jones? Is Sammy Watkins? Are, are those guys any more reliable than no. you know, one steroid suspension? No. Will Fuller? No, no. Uh, Allen Robinson's the only name that you just said that is like really intriguing, and I don't know. He's never really – I mean, you want to talk that's, about a guy that's had to have been stuck with bad quarterbacks. you got to kind of feel sorry for that guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, what, with what he's dealt with, Bortles, Trubisky, all that. So, and, I, don't, I, I, don't know, I don't know about those other guys. I would rather just roll it with Will Fuller. Uh, but Allen Robinson is the only one you said that intrigues me. Well, and you don't and, – and even with Allen Robinson, you're not getting the burner. You're, you're, and, I, and I don't know what the next coaching staff's going to – it felt like – Bill O'Brien and Tim Kelly's offense just cannot operate unless they have someone who can run real fast in a straight line and, and scare the defense. So if, maybe, maybe the next coaching staff can actually coach themselves out of a paper bag and they don't have to have a guy that can run deep um, to get the wide receivers open. So, but, but if, if you think that, okay, the, the best way this offense operates is we need a guy that's got straight line speed, that can, is a dangerous threat to take the top off the defense, all those, you know, cliches that the speedy wide receivers bring to the table. There's not a lot of those guys in free agency that would be as good as Will Fuller assuming health. But, you know, heck, my thought is he was healthy this year because he used steroids. That's my thought now. 
Yeah, I, Alan Robinson is the one that definitely intrigues me the most because he's done so well with a lot of limitations at quarterback. You feel like you pair him with Deshaun Watson, and even you know, even though he's a guy, he'll be now now on his third contract, which maybe makes you nervous. He's still young enough to where he could be really good. Uh, here's where I'm at when it comes to Will Fuller. The thought process for me as of like a day ago would be, okay, am I going to give this guy like a four or five year contract? Now to me, going back to Cody's earlier point, now to me, the max I can do is like one of those two year deals because with where the Texans are with the cap and the picks, I just don't trust him to stay healthy, to not get suspended again, but most importantly, to stay healthy because I don't know how much of the health this season was based on whatever he might've been using and they better know that information. If you can get the uh, – what did Robbie Anderson – was Robbie Anderson two years 20 or something like that? Two, two years two year, 19 or so? Two years 20. Yeah. If you, if you can get like a, a little higher version of that with Will Fuller, I think you'd be pleased. Two years 25, two years 26, something like that. Uh, I think you would be pleased, uh, and I, I think that would be good for both sides. Another thing I think and, – and I don't know what he's thinking. I think there was a possibility that this was going to be his last year with the Texans anyways – but how in the hell does J.J. Watt stick around here? Like, <laughs> you're already – like, it's already been a joke to him. He's already frustrated. The coach already left. You got some guy running things that a lot of people are skeptical about to where the fans aren't completely on board like he initially thought that they would be. Uh, you finally start winning a couple games. Uh, you're starting to play some good ball. And then all of a sudden, two of the best players, your best cornerback and your best receiver get suspended – for the Peds, and they're going to miss the first game of next season. Like, I wish I could be – I wish I could just have J.J. Watt's house wiretapped to just hear his authentic, no. uh, raw reaction whenever I, this news drops. I want to be in the Watt brothers group text. That's what I want to be in. Because I oh, – yeah. you've got to imagine he's sitting there like, Will Fuller's the best wide receiver we got. He's gone for the rest of the year. He's going to miss the start of next year. You guys got a second-round pick who scored in, like, nine straight games. And <laughs> we got a guy that can't even get on the fucking field that plays this, you know, on the defensive line with me. And he's just banging his head against the wall. I did think – Landry, I'm glad you brought this up. I thought that if there was a little bit – you know how sometimes teams play good enough football down the stretch that they convince themselves that they shouldn't change a bunch of stuff? Obviously, that wasn't going to happen with the coaching staff, the front office, and things like that. The Texans are going to hire a new GM. They're going to hire a new coach. But I did think they could play well enough here in the last little bit of the season to maybe get J.J. Watt to just buy in a little bit. But now that's out the window. That guy, he's going to want out of there unless they say, hey, you know, we were going to spend this money on Will, but, you know, if you want some of the money because you only got one year non-guaranteed money left, you know, maybe we can, you know, pay you a little bit of cash that we were going to spend on Will. I mean, Will Fuller cost himself how many millions of dollars by do, by this happening to him? Now, the argument can be made if he doesn't stay healthy, he doesn't get it, and the steroids yeah. kept him healthy, sure. But, I mean, is this $30, $40 million he cost himself? I mean, he's he could have been looking at anywhere from 12 to $15 million a year in a new contract. Now how, he's going to be lucky to get 10 How How do you guys think the organization is going to respond to this? I, I'm, I Poorly? Think- Okay, well, tell me, what, what does that mean, poorly? What do you mean by that? Romeo's going to brush it under the rug, and we're yeah, not going to hear from Jack. We got to go, go out there, and we got we 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 a game against the Indianapolis Colts regardless. Our guys are going to be there, going to be there. They're gonna Next fight. man up. I mean, yeah. is it too much to ask for me to, to, for me to say, 
I want someone to say they're disappointed in Will Fuller and Bradley Roby. Who would say that without it matters? Well, if Deshaun Watson said okay. it, it, I mean, it would matter a lot. If JJ I, said it, it would matter a lot. So if Romeo said it also. I, I, I mean, Romeo's not going to be here next year, so I don't really care. No, I know, but, he, but it's, it's still Romeo Crown. He's a respected name around the NFL. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I would be anxious to, or not. I would be excited to see um, someone who is, you know, in a decision-making role for this organization. Comment on I mean, this. So, put it this way: someone. I mean, I, I guess I could do it as well. Like, if I want to hop on these zooms, I think someone should ask Deshaun. Is he disappointed in Will Fuller? Like, he's the guy who has to play without him for the next five games of this season. That, that hurts his ability to move this offense down the field. I want to hear that question answered. You know he ain't going to say nothing, though. That's not Deshaun. Probably not, I, no. I, so, I was looking at Will Fuller's Instagram, and among, <laughs> among the players that were very supportive of Will Fuller on Instagram. Nuke. Uh, Nuke. I, I didn't see if it was I didn't I didn't see nukes, but uh, you know Brandon Cooks was very supportive, um, saying, "Bro, you already know I'll go to war for you. If anyone knows you, they know all about you. The right thing and doing the right way. Love you, bro." Titus Howard, Lonnie Johnson, Tyrell Adams, Charles Aminahu, C.J. Procise, <laughs> D.J. Reader, Keon Crossan, uh, Justin Reed. All these guys were like super support. Randall Cobb. All these guys are super supportive. Will Fuller's a good guy, man. Like he's a good guy. Like I'm sure if, he is. Even, I'm even not if, doubting that. I, I mean, want, even if I Will Fuller, even if Will Fuller uh, <laughs> did this on his own, like I don't, I, I don't. I, that doesn't surprise me, though. I these guys want him to be awesome. Like they don't care how yes. he gets awesome. These guys want him to be awesome. You know? Yeah, I think that I think that's reasonable. I, I actually, by the way, I, I was very angry at Brian Cushing when he was suspended for the ten games. What was that? Was that in twenty seventeen? What year was that? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, was enraged. Was, and then he came back as a captain. Yeah. Yeah. That that really upset me. I am actually not as upset with Will Fuller just because I actually enjoy watching Will Fuller play. That's the only reason. <laughs> the Texans have had the Mike Meltzer upset. <laughs> yep. The the Gerard Texans- Mayo. <laughs> oh God! Well, if I have to listen, my mission these next like two months is going to be to figure out which ridiculous articles are being written about uh, possible coaching candidates. And that one did not make me happy. Gerard Mayo. And listen, maybe in ten years, Gerard Mayo will be a, a head coach in the NFL. That's it's a, a perfectly viable possibility. Not right now. He's been the inside linebackers coach of the Patriots for two years. Boy, the uh, the the. the <laughs> The, the Peterson plan's playing out j- just perfect, isn't it? Pretty well, yes. Doug, Doug Peterson's doing his damnedest to get his way out of Philadelphia. Are I'm, you at all nervous based on the way they look? I mean, they're just Hell broken. no. Hell no. All right. This, this, the, D- Doug Peterson is the blockbuster employee that's not rewinding on purpose. Like, <laughs> why would I be – why would I be sitting here putting my maximum effort in? You see that interception Carson wins through tonight? I did. That guy sucks. I would not be busting my ass to try to make Carson Wentz look good. I'd be doing everything I could to convince management that I want to get fired because worst case scenario, worst case scenario for Doug Peterson, he's Andy Reid's offensive coordinator next year. By the way, are Brian Greasy and Carson Wentz related or something? Yeah, what was that? What the hell was that? 
the hell was that? It was like, I, I don't even understand what Greasy's point was. Like, what, what point was he making? Carson Wentz hasn't game? called anyone out. He has a lot. Like, it's, it, it, it was really strange. It was almost like he was talking about his brother or something like that. I didn't know what was going on with that. That was a strange situation going on to, uh, today. Kinda. By the way, if we take into account the um, gigantic quarterback contracts for young quarterbacks in Week 12, the Chiefs and Texans have to feel a bazillion times better about the contracts that they signed with Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson than the Eagles and the Rams have with Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. It ain't, well, it ain't there you close. go. That's something nobody's talking about, Stutes. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a reasonable one. That's reasonable. I mean, Landry, those contracts immediately looked bad. Deshaun is playing at, a, at, at the best level he's played – and those contracts immediately looked bad for those guys. So I think it is noteworthy that Deshaun looks amazing the same year he signs that contract, and those two guys totally wet the fucking bed when they signed those deals. Yeah, but I – yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's the one – I one know I'm few, right. That's why I said it. It's one of the few good things that's happened to the Texans in 2020 that at least – before Bill O'Brien was mercifully fired, he at least got Deshaun's signature on the bottom line. At least that happened. Yeah, because if he hadn't signed him by now, shit, Deshaun might be wanting his way out of the door too. Yes. Again, very critical that actually did take place. Oh, man. Uh, anybody have any new head coaching candidates they want to float out there? I'm very. I'm starting to fall in love with Joe Brady, and I, I I've been in the lab listening to Joe Brady, just trying to because I'd never heard him talk. I realized today when I, uh, Wade Smith was filling in for Lopez, I was like, man, I like this Joe Brady guy. And then we listened to like some candidates, and I was like, man, that guy didn't sound like a coach. That guy didn't sound like a coach. And I realized I hadn't heard Joe Brady talk. Big fan. Big I like even more of a fan now. I like what Richard Sherman said about Robert Sala. And well, you know, that's, that's been my guy from the beginning. Yeah, we like him. Yeah. So that, and I, I also, this is not directly related to your specific question, but Peter King wrote in Monday Morning Quarterback or technically Football Morning in America that according to what people are telling him around the league, that the candidates for GM are excellent this year. Oh, good. Excellent. There you go. Jack Easterby. <laughs> Jack Easterby. <laughs> Yep. I um the the I watched a uh, I watched a feature on one of Landry's guys last night uh, the Bills assistant GM uh, Joe Shane and which uh, it's weird he I, I kind of he kind of bothers me that that's how they pronounce his last name S C H O E N is not Shane Shane I feel yeah. like I feel like when you have a unique name like that people are gonna mess it up for a long time. So it has built-in confidence that you have to go correct people immediately that they know you're all about business. I just If someone won't correct you when you mess their name up, I think that's a sign, uh, a, a lack of uh, confidence. Uh, Fun fact for the Cody students. No, nah, you just don't want to mess with it. Sometimes if you have a name that's super hard to pronounce, maybe they're like, all right, I'm not going to fight this war every single time. Well, if somebody calls me Cody Stutz, I'm going to tell them that my name's Cody Stutz. You know, it's obvious because you actually spell it right. Joe Shane does not. He does not spell it right. That is true. Well, that is I, true. I like Landry's guy, Joe Shane, after watching a little feature on him. But, you know, yeah, I got to do, some, gotta do some, 
got to do some more digging on these GM candidates. But I, I, did was there a particular candidate that Peter King was carrying the water for? Because I don't want that guy. Uh, no, he. Had, I think he had a he had a list of names. So it was not, and it was not one where I was like, man, is he doing a favor for a bunch of agents here? Uh, let me actually pull it up a little quick because I think I texted one of my friends this. This is I, bet it's, uh, I bet it's the same list. Uh... It's not, it, it doesn't have some of the same stuff that we had. Okay, let's see here. All right, here, here are some of the names. Um, so Rick Smith, uh, obviously that's not going to happen. Lewis Riddick, uh, Champ Kelly, Ed Dodds, and Will McClay. Will McClay's not getting out of there, man. No, he would be yeah. he would be the guy. I mean, he's done a really good job in Dallas. Like I, I don't I don't think people get like how good of a job he's done. Uh they just haven't they, they haven't maximized their talent because of coaching and injuries. I mean, they've lost four tackles this year and they lost their starting quarterback. So how do you really judge it? I mean, how do you judge a team that loses four tackles and a quarterback? Will McClay, they won't let him get out of there, but if they could, then that would be the guy that you would want to interview, and he'd be right in, and he'd be awesome. He's a Houstonian too. You're you're more you're more familiar with the the structure and how those guys are taken care of despite titles. Would it would it be fair to say that despite him not being the general manager, he has a lot of general manager duties on his task list? He is the general manager. Like that's the thing. Like he is. Gotcha. Like it's it's not it's not it's he not just, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is not meddling with Will McClay and telling him what to do. Will he McClay is the general manager. He does everything. But Jerry Jones is going to be the one that's going to take the blame. Jerry Jones is always going to have final say. So it's almost like you have, you have your you, – you, 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 you do all the work, but people aren't going to be criticized of Will McClay. Jerry Jones is going to stand in front and take the bullets for you. But I'm telling you, if someone calls for Will McClay – Jerry Jones is going to match the offer. He's going to write the check, and that's just what it's going to be. And when Stephen Jones takes over for Jerry, if Will McClay's around for long enough, then they'll just they'll officially give him the title. But Jerry has the title right now. But Will McClay does he does all the work. Like he is he is the guy. He is he is their GM. Well, he's the dream candidate, so we can just keep dreaming because well, yes. he's not going to he's going to stay in Texas, but it's not going to be with the Texans. So. All right, there's there's the emergency uh, podcast PED edition. Um, Mike was on performance enhancing coffee, uh, and then I can't list the things that Landry was on. Good uh, points. And I was uh, I was performance enhanced by uh, Italian food. I made uh, uh, manicotti tonight, so it was delicious. Manicotti. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stuffed manicotti. Red, so- red sauce or white sauce? Red sauce. Though I do think that red white is the mix to go with the manicotti. Vodka sauce. No marinara, but vodka sauce is red and white mixed, right? Uh, but no, I like a, I like just literally taking a red sauce and a white sauce and mixing it, not like a right. vodka sauce. Yeah, we, okay. we can get to the intricacies of pasta sauce next time. Right, Fair. Okay. Thanks, guys.